Anybody feeling real righteous this morning? Anybody feeling real pious this morning? Why is that word have so much baggage with it? It does, doesn't it? Well, according to Ben, it's, it's mystic, so... Any mystics in the house? <laughs> really? <laughs> Emily and I are, are, have a steady, we're keeping this thing where uh, Story still believes we have third eyes. And we're just going to see how long it goes. Like, we're not, you know, we don't do Santa Claus, but we're at least going to propagate the third eye thing. Um, so, yeah, here we are this morning. Uh, who here loves rewards? Anybody here just love rewards? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Honesty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love rewards. We are kind of a culture that uh, loves prizes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we do prizes. That's like our jam. Uh, you know, and, and I'm thinking a lot more about that lately now that my uh, oldest is in kindergarten. Because uh, if you want to know how to make kindergartners do things, right? you give incentives, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's rewards. Actually, she's, every day, maybe you can explain this, every day she gets in the van as I pick her up and she hands me this little ticket, right, that's like, it says like paw point or something on it, and I still have no idea what they're for. She just keeps getting, I don't think she has an idea what they're for, but it's like. You get them when you show some value that is appreciated, so, like, Kindness, kindness or working hard on your work. When you get a hundred paw points, you get to have pizza with the principal. Oh wow! So secretly, no child wants to like get a hundred. Yeah, she did tell me that, and then she goes, "And that's scary." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, because, yeah it's, it's like they've done a hundred acts of kindness, and this is what you're gonna reward them with, you know, like a one-on-one party with the principal. You know. Pass, pass. Uh, so, actually, they're even talking about trying to give. Uh, I guess a lot of kids like play sick, and so they're trying to give incentives for kids to come to school when they're saying that they're sick, right? Which I think is totally bogus. And uh, and, oh, and of course, there's uh, report cards, right? Um, anybody still have some of the report cards from when they were kids? Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, it was like A, B, C, or D, but now there's all sorts of letters uh, involved, and there's like a legend, and uh, we actually had a PTO meeting this last week, and because parents wanted to know how to read the report card, right, and uh, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real problem, uh, and so report cards, right, it's like, it's like society's way of, of, of scorekeeping, that can like eventually get down into your psyche, you know what I'm saying, and then you carry that around with the rest of your life, you know. I'm all for keeping track of data, though. I think that's in. Uh, I think that's kind of important. You know, numbers can be uh, important. Uh, I think about though. Some of us have. have Trey. Uh, I think about uh, some of us though. Like we've, um, you know, it's like we've been out of school for like decades or years, and it's almost like you ever feel like you're just still like bringing the report card home with you, you know. It's like you still got the grades, you know, in your pocket. You're still bringing those home. 
uh, some of you are like, yes, actually, I'm still doing that. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's so easy, I guess, to maybe let those report cards uh, define us, right? Because there, there's a problem uh, to be found. And so in this text uh, this morning, uh, there's a lot of uh, rewarding going on, uh, as you can see in the text. Uh, definitely at surface level. And you could say there's sort of like these two camps uh, of rewards happening in the text, right? There's these earthly rewards, and there's these like heavenly rewards. There's like these kingdom uh, rewards. There's sort of these, these two camps uh, here. And, uh, and I want to walk back through some of this text and, and look at some of these words and sort of pull them out and turn them and look at them for a second as we kind of walk back through there. But I want you to, uh, if you want, maybe you could underline every time you see the word reward or give, or treasure, as we kind of try to grapple with some of this text. And so it's interesting, so verses 1 through uh, one through 18, it's like reward, 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 and then by the time you get to verse uh, like 19 through 21, it's like treasure, treasure, treasure. And it's like you've, you've accumulated all these rewards, and then by the time you get to verse 19, you got yourself some sort of treasure going on. Uh, it's kind of interesting. So uh, let's let's uh, let's jump into verse one, and uh, it's kind of like an introductory uh, to to this pericope, and I and I love that it begins with uh, beware. It's <laughs> a great good intro, to Christ. Uh, beware of practicing your piety. Um, and here, um, piety. This Greek word for piety is interchangeable with righteousness. So some of your versions might say righteousness. Some might say piety. Of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Uh, so whenever you give, uh, now this term for give, uh, just real quick, it's like poeo, and which is not necessarily the normal word we use for give, but this is more like uh, when you produce something, when you fashion something or make something for the poor, right? Um, when you sort of create uh, something, uh, don't don't do it in in order to be seen. Do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. So uh, reward here, and I and I'm doing a lot of like texty stuff today that I might not normally do, but this this Greek word for reward is this word uh, mistos. Somebody say mistos. Mistos. Right, it's a good, it's a good name. You guys are thinking about names. Uh, so, and it and it means uh, we translate it as reward here, um, but it's literally more like uh, paid for your work, right? Um, really, practically, it's just like wages. Like these are the the wages, uh, right? Uh, in both senses, and, and negative and positive, like rewards and, and punishment. These are for your wages. It's kind of what you're getting. Uh, to get a little context, um, I put in your handout um, Matthew 20. Verse 8, and this is that parable later in the gospel, and, and I hope our lectionary gets on it. I'm not sure if it does. It's one of my favorites uh, in the Bible, and uh, I actually preached on this Easter one year, and uh, because it's just like this, it's just so unfair, right? And he hires these people um, all through the day uh, in the parable, right? The master does, and then at the end of the day, he pays them all the same wages, right? I know what I'm talking about. Maybe not look it up. It's awesome. Uh, but anyway, in verse 8, he says, um, And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and pay them their wages. Mistos. 
beginning with the last up to the first. So uh, it's the actual thing in your hand, okay? It's like the check. It's the, it's, the, it's the thing that you get because you toiled for it, right? It's the fruit that's naturally produced from your work, right? Does that make sense? Uh, it's, 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 it's your wages. It's the result. Right, covered it. Nailed it. Number three, or verse three. Uh, but when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is, is doing. Right? You guys ever tried that? It's like really difficult. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, it, uh, it never works, right? Uh, you guys think, he's, he's probably making a joke or something. That's probably me. Do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So that your alms... Uh, now, this is actually, this is interesting, this is actually a totally different Greek word now, uh, meaning like charity or, or mercy or donation, may be done in secret, and your father who sees in secret, I think it's like in crypto, hidden, secret, will reward you. Alright, last word here. Uh, so now, this term reward is not misnos. It's uh, apodidomai. Uh, and so, which is like a compound word, which uh, apo would be like of, for, from out of. Um, and then didomai is the normal word we would use for give, right? Didomai, give. Uh, but when you put them together, uh, it's just, uh, it's always used for like uh, to, to pay or to pay off or to discharge the dues that are due, right? Uh, and so to give a little more context, we're going to go back to that verse in your handout, uh, Matthew 20, verse 8. And it reads, And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers and apodidomai them, pay them their misthos, their wages, uh, beginning with the last up to the first. So uh, because in order to get wages, right, you got to get paid, right? Uh, and when you pay something, you get wages, right? These words like go hand in hand, right? They're they're often always together, right? To get wages, you're gonna get paid. When you pay someone, you get wages, right? And so that's just kind of how it works. They work together. Uh, and so, um, all right, I wanna I wanna reread this real quick, and I wanna go through a little bit more of this text, and you can underline things if you want. Verse two. So when you produce for the poor. Do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their wages. Uh, but when you donate, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your mercy may be done in secret and your father who sees in secret will pay you. Verse 5. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites for they love to stand in the synagogues and the street corners so they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their wages. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who's in secret, and your father who sees in secret will pay you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces. So as to show you, as to show others they are fasting. Ever know any of those people? Not a few of those people. Face disfiguring folks. You know who you are. <laughs> Truly I tell you. They have received their misthos. But when you fast, put on your put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may not be uh, may not be seen by others, but by your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will apple diddle my you. 
So isn't that interesting? So it sort of shifts the text a little bit. It's sort of like you sort of turn the gym a little bit to kind of see, uh, uh, you know, what else could be going on here, right? It's not just reward over and over and over, uh, but there's sort of this little bit of a dance uh, in the language, right? Between producing your righteousness to be seen and uh, doing your righteousness in secret, uh, right? There's a little bit of uh, play on words here. Right, those who, who do their piety to be seen apparently get their wages like instantly. They get their wages like on the spot. They have actually it's past tense. They have received their reward, right? And it's it's like it's over, right? It it, it already happened. Um, it was that quick. But those who do in secret says uh, will the father will pay you, right? Which I, I mean, and, and I'm kind of picking at the text a little bit, but I, but I think this is telling. Uh, a couple questions. Number one, for those who are doing their righteousness, who uh, are, are seen, are doing it to be seen, right? Um, who is doing the pain? They're just getting their wages. Who's, who's, where's the Where's who's, who's in the pain? And then question number two, uh, for those who the Father is paying, who've done their pain in secret... Uh, what exactly are the wages here? Uh, you're one of that. Like, what what is the reward? What what is the misthos? Like, what uh, they're sort of like, uh, you know, these verbs that always kind of go together. They're sort of left hanging. Uh, they're sort of left hanging there together. Um, you know, I think ironically in the Gospels, there's uh, over and over again, there's sort of this language of like, kind of like you get what's coming to you, <laughs> right? And not in like a angry God, judgmental sort of way, but like, but more like, blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, for they will be filled, right? For they will receive it, right? There's almost this sort of like, um, you get what you ask for, right? Ultimately, you can you can have what you want, uh, kind of thing going on. It's like jumping into a river, right, and the floating downstream, right? You kind of jump into this flow, right? Uh, and so, anyway, back in the text, um, after enough ro- uh, rewards, uh, reward, reward, you've uh, finally accumulated some sort of treasure here, and we're going somewhere. And uh, so there's these two paths laid out, right? And so verse 19, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consume and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right? So good. So there are two types of treasures you can spend your life uh, accumulating here. Uh, right? Which reward are we going for here uh, this morning? So... Um, anybody here like chocolate this morning? Anybody really like chocolate this morning? You really like chocolate? You like a lot of chocolate? I didn't say this is chocolate. You guys are just assuming. Thank you. Oh, close! Chris, this is, anybody else? Taylor, this is my reward for you, for me liking that you like chocolate well. 
So it's maybe, oh, good catch. Oh, help the mama. Help the mama. Anybody else? You really like, really like chocolate? <laughs> this is, uh, remember that incentive conversation I had? Like, How else do people get people to listen to their sermon? Right? <laughs> oh, going forever. Oh, man, now, this has gotten out of hand. I was looking for one person, really. Like, you guys are like, if you're dishing it out. Uh, oh, Taylor intercepted your chocolate. I have nothing to do with that. I cover this bag up before it gets out of hand here. You know. Anybody got some big Valentine's plans? Oh, no, it's, it's coming around. So, who did I... Who did I give some to? Uh, okay. Ronnie, uh, you got some chocolate, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, where is that? <laughs> oh, okay. Did you get some chocolate? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not even yet. That's interesting. Oh, no, I want. Go ahead. Please enjoy. Yeah, enjoy your chocolate. But who got who got chocolate over here? Trey. I'm afraid. <laughs> Where, where's your chocolate go? I ate it. You ate it. Let me check your hands. It's, it's gone. Well, Trey has eaten his chocolate. It's uh, it's it's gone. It's it's over. Right? How was it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's actually, it tastes like chocolate. Yeah, open your mouth and just double check. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gone. Uh, interesting, interesting thing about uh, earthly treasure is that uh, it's kind of here, and then it's kind of not here. Uh, it's like you receive it, and then it's received. It's over. It's literally dissolved in your mouth. It, it, it's like worthless. It's empty. It's not nutritional. It's unfulfilling. You just like, you need another one, right? That's like the thing with earthly treasure, right? You, you got to get more, right? Um, it's, it's there and suddenly it's not there, right? Uh, really interesting uh, in the text, uh, this word that they use for rust um, it's it's actually there's another word for rest that's that's more like the word for rest. The the word here is brosis, and the, and the term uh, brosis just means eating. Uh, it, it literally means like to eat, uh, and, and and I think it's just part of like the the act of eating. I mean, come on, like also brosis is a good nickname, uh, but. Um, I mean, literally, your reward is is consumed on the spot, right? Uh, dissolved in your mouth. You guys are on the struggle bus over there. <laughs> Kick these guys out of the sermon. <laughs> so, what does it mean this morning? What does it mean this morning that our earthly treasure is just like that? I can't help but wonder if the earthly treasure, right, that that 
the earthly treasure that you are attempting to get paid by uh, actually doesn't have the authority to pay you. Are you with me? That the, the earthly treasure that we're, that we're trying to get paid by over and over and over again actually doesn't even have the authority to pay us. It's here. It's over. It's gone. It's quick. Right? There's no sustainability to be had. Which is why when you get it over and over again, it just turns into nothing. Right? Anybody watching the Super Bowl tonight? Big one. Packers, Titans. Excited. It's going to be good. Uh, it's Tom Brady versus anyone. You know. uh, there will be a trophy. Uh, you know, there will be a big reward. Uh, I always think it's funny how, and I'm sure you guys have heard, how they supposedly print all these hats and shirts with both teams as the winner. Or they used to do this for Tom Brady. But, uh, and, and, and one just gets like incinerated afterward and you never see the one that lost. Right? Have you guys heard about that? Yeah. Right? Uh, that's how they're coming out with the hats on already. And there's and there's some poor janitor in the back of the Super Bowl like cramming hats into the dumpster. You know? Like, you know? So quick. Um, Rewards, right? The gods of this age will get uh, rewarded as we all like their image tonight. And as we all follow, uh, see this game, right? They have the reward. Actually, Tom Brady gets his reward whether he wins or loses, right? They get paid. Um, anybody anybody on Instagram here this morning? Instagrammer? Not like at the moment. Like, I mean, you could be. Instagrammers here this morning? Yeah, yeah. You guys know the people who Instagram, uh, but like, and I have several, I haven't been on Instagram much lately, but uh, there's like, I have several Instagram friends, none of which are in this room, but uh, but who only ever Instagram their face, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like, they're just, like, every Instagram is just like, here's my, here's my face, check out my face, and I've got, and I've got one friend in particular Bless his heart. He uh, he Instagrams his face every day, but I don't think he's ever smiled. Right? And the caption's always like, headed in for work Monday, you know? And uh, David knows what I'm talking about. And, uh, and uh, every, every, every week, you know, this is basically, you know, it's like, here's my face, here's my Facegram. You know? And uh, I actually thought about doing a whole other app just called Facegram for all the people who just want to do Facegrams and then the rest of us can have Instagram back, you know? Uh, but it's like, here's, here I am. Sometimes I wonder if, if not that, that out of our brokenness and our searching for approval and this whole like wages of humanity thing uh, that I feel like we're in, that we're searching for these praises of people, that even our prayers can become uh, like a manipulative function for our own self-interest, right? Uh, has anyone seen The, uh, the Greatest Showman? Yeah. Yeah. So I watched it last weekend, and by the way, I'll give the the little thing that I always give when I get up here and talk about movies that's like spoiler alert, and that I'm sorry, and that if I've seen it before you, you're running late. Okay. And uh, so there's that. Uh, so anyway, 
So the Greatest Showman, and it's about um, you know Hugh Jackman is the main character, and he uh, yeah no it's fine go ahead plug yours it's fine you're just not gonna get, get the goods. But uh, by the way, late night was better, but I did like this one. But um, anyway, uh, and so he's like out of his brokenness. This is not a spoiler, really. He's just searching for. He's just trying to continually get the praises of everyone around him, right? Out of this this emptiness that's in his own. Heart, right, and so much so, he so needs the praises of others that he goes to the extent of creating the greatest show on earth. Are you with me? And in the process, begins to lose everything, right? Uh, I mean, what a powerful narrative, right? Uh, something really interesting. Back to the text. Something really interesting in this text this morning is this word uh, translated as hypocrites. Uh, literally, it just means stage actors. <laughs> Come on, like, like this term for hypocrite, like, literally, just means stage actors. Do you ever just, do you ever just feel like you're a stage actor in your life? <laughs> just feel like you're a stage actor. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we live in a we live in an era that's like Facebook Live. You know what I'm saying? At any given point, I can make the decision to pick up my phone, point it at my face, and live stream myself across the world. You know what I'm saying? All my friends in Germany and France, like, hey, I'm on I'm a television show now. You know what I'm saying? We can do this at at any given point. We live in an age where we have followers. Are you with me? We call them followers. <laughs> I mean, disciples of my image, right? We have followers, right? I get, I get hearts if people like my image I posted today. Are you with me? It's a, it's a little irony when you consider where, where Jesus says where, where your treasure is, right? I get, I get hearts. When people like my image, right? I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. So um, we're going somewhere. Uh, I recently read an article of the New York Times by author Ruth Whitman, and it was called "Everything Is for Sale Now, Even Us." And I wanted to read a little bit of this for you guys um, to sort of grasp it. And I'm kind of going to jump in. Uh, she writes. It certainly feels familiar. Almost everyone I know has some kind of hustle. Whether job, hobby, or side or vanity project, share my blog post, buy my book, click on my link, follow me on Instagram, visit my Etsy shop, donate to my Kickstarter, crowdfund my heart surgery, right? What's going on? She says, it's as though we are all working in Walmart on an endless Black Friday sale of the soul. She goes on. In this cutthroat human marketplace, we are worth only as much as the sum of our metrics. And so checking those metrics can become obsessive. What's my Amazon ranking? 
How many likes? How many retweets? How many followers? But as long, I love this, but as long as we are happy to be paid for our labor and psychological rather than financial rewards, those at the top are delighted to comply. <laughs> While we grub and scrabble and claw at one another, chasing these tiny pellets of self-esteem, the bug brooch barons still pocket the actual cash. I don't write this this is the future, and research suggests that it's a, it's a rat race that is already taking a severe toll on our psyches. A 2017 study suggests that this trend toward increasingly market-driven human interaction is making us paranoid, jittery, self-critical, and judgmental. Something to think about. Last little section here. Analyzing data from the multidimensional perfectionism scale from 1989 to 2016, the study's authors found a surprisingly large increase over this period in three distinct types of perfectionism. Self-oriented, whereby we hold ourselves to increasingly unrealistic standards and judge ourselves harshly when we fail to meet them. Socially prescribed, in which we are convinced that other people judge us harshly and other-oriented, in which we get our revenge by judging them just as harshly. These elements of perfectionism positively <coughs> correlate with mental health problems, including anxiety, depression, and even suicide, and uh, which are also on the rise. Man, you guys should read the whole thing, man. It's like... I mean, we live in an age where we're all standing on the street corner at any given time. Are you with me? At any moment, we can become stage actors with, with our righteousness, right? With our lives, um, playing the game for the praises of people. My uh, my Facebook wall. Speaking of social media, my Facebook wall is full of almsgiving. Are you with me? Like it's it's full of people's prayers, uh, and and it's definitely full of those people who think it's necessary to let everyone know how much they're suffering for Jesus. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, no, it's uh, it's there. You know, it's interesting. Jesus says 2,000 years ago that these wages are worthless. And it's like now studies are telling us, right, as we're faced with increasing anxiety and depression and suicide. It's like, it's, it's like worse than getting nothing. It's like what happens when you get your result for all your work is nothing over and over and over again. Yeah, I would be depressed too, right? Of course that's going to thrust you uh, in there. So this morning, wrapping up here. So what about um, the other treasure, right? Uh, I mean, what about this other treasure, the one that moss and rest do not destroy? I mean, what kind of reward are we talking about here, Jesus? Is this like, uh, uh, is this like, I don't know, season passes to National Shores, uh, right? I mean, what are we talking about here? Gift card to Outback, you know, uh, free coffee for a year. I'll take any of those, right? Is this is this more like? Is this more like heavenly rewards, extra jewels in the crown, right? Uh, a better seat, some, uh, you know, a bigger house, a big, big yard, you know, any of that? Uh, you know, it's like a free elevator ride to seventh heaven. Uh, you know, it's like, are these the rewards we're talking about? Is the reward some sort of eschatological currency, right? Something that we're going to get at the end of things, right? Is, is that what this 
is, right? Anybody here love Kingdom Rewards this morning? Who here likes Kingdom Rewards? Heavenly Rewards. Anybody interested in Heavenly Rewards? Ronnie. Ronnie's got both. There you go. One for you. Trey, one for you. Anybody else? <laughs> Heavenly Reward. Maybe Ben. Anthony. Anybody for you? Yeah, you guys are changing your mind real quick, aren't you? You're like, other people are, uh, other people are maybe getting some of these. Yeah, there you go. Heavenly Reward. There you go. There you go. That's one for you. I might be all out. Sorry. The rest of you. So they say percentage wise, it's about, you know, a fourth of the people make it in. This is statistics somewhere. Joe Olsen. Notes on there. I gave them all away, but uh, it's only valid after death. Okay, guys. So hold on to that one. Kingdom IOU. How important. Um, is that what this is this morning? Is that what this whole thing is? It's just like a big report card, like a big score system, and even like, even like, even with God, like God's in on the score system. And like, is is it just like God has is the one with better prices? Is is that what this is? Like, like he has like it's like it's like when you go to the carnival when you kid when you're a kid, like you know, it's like you want from that bucket or you want to get a price from that bucket. You know, you know what I'm talking about, like. They got the big stuff. Is that, is that what's going on? Right? Is God just the one with, with, with better prizes? Uh, I, I love this morning that at the at the center, and it, you wouldn't notice these things probably unless you studied this kind of thing, but the Lord's Prayer is is at the actual structural center uh, of the Sermon on the Mount, in theological center. Right? It's kind of letting us in on something. So let's read that that passage that we kind of skipped over there. Verse 7. So when you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then in this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Again, it sounds kind of harsh, doesn't it? But yet again, there's this narrative, right, that's happening. It's like, you can, you can have what you want, right? You can, you can get what you want. You can reap what you sow, right? You, you, can, you can get dished what you dish out, right? One of my, uh, one of my favorite uh, ones to marinate on. Oh, got one. Is in, uh, is in Luke chapter 6. Jesus talks about judging. Uh, verse 37, he says, Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, and poured into your lap. I always picture a spilled latte every time I read this passage. <laughs> For the measure you give will be the measure you 
get back, right? You can jump into the river. Jump into the flood, right? And so I love this. Earth as it is in heaven. Present tense. Give us. Didomai, right? Our daily bread. Forgive us. Present. Our debts as we forgive our debtors. As we toss the scorecard, right? Deliver us from evil. Today, please, Lord. Presently, right? The Lord's Prayer reminds us of the tangible fruit, right? Of the kingdom treasure Produced in our lives here and now, today, right? These aren't just words, right? Heaven breaking into our lives and our city and our world today, right? This prayer is what grounds the whole thing, right? This prayer is what's grounding this entire thing, right? The Lord's Prayer helps us understand that this is not just some sort of eschatological currency. This is not just something that at the end of time that we're going to walk up, we're going to hand our ticket, and we're going to walk in. Right? It's, that's that's not what this is, right? What this is is our is our daily bread. I'll venture to say what this is 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 something actually real. That this is something nutritious. That this is something that comes into every one of our lives. It's it's something that's going on in the here and the now, right? What is this we're trying to grasp, right? This true reality. Our daily lives full of bread and relationships and suffering. And, and trials, right? That our reward is real. That we get to actually step further into being kingdom citizens here and now in this moment, right? Who, with a God who is with us in the midst of all of it, right? This is not some choice between a, a fleeting <clears throat> instant gratification treasure and some eternal heavenly youth that's undescribable, right? But this is about what is here and what is now. And yet what is also eternal, right? What this is about today is whether you will live or not live. Are you with me? Uh, it's, like, it's like being unplugged from the majors or something. Right? It's like what C.S. Lewis talked about, right? Either you'll be able to walk on the grass or the grass won't hurt your feet. Right? It's about reality, about receiving life today, right? Not this heart, but this one, right? This is the seen heart. This is the unseen heart. The one inside. The secret heart. The one hidden, right? It's about receiving life today, right? The life we're all meant to live, the, the real thing. And, in all its glory this morning. And so to close, uh, someone's feel free to go warm the kids. But to close this morning, I'd like to make a little bit of a theological move to say, what if our Father, what if our God is not just the God who apodidomize us, who pays us, but what if this morning that our God actually is the mythos? What if this morning that our God is the reward? Let that marinate. Let's pray this morning. Lord God, we give you thanks. For your word that continues to sort of break in and 
sometimes it claws at the surface. Lord, we confess this morning that we spend a lot of energy chasing after uh, that which is fleeting and that which is false and that which is unreal. Uh, these sort of earthly treasures and earthly rewards, Lord, it's so easy to do. We live our lives on the stage. Help us to know what it means to be a people who also practice our righteousness in secret. That we come to you hidden away in our closets. Well, these are not war rooms. These are love rooms, God. Places to gather with you. Help us to be a people after your heart. Give you thanks this morning. In your name we pray. Amen.